Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Maybe Baby podcast. So excited today to be talking about the rehearsal of Nathan Fielder's new HBO show. I got Avi and Harling back on the pod to talk about it. We're doing a deep dive just on one topic this week, although we definitely stray. We do a little bit of a Love Island detour. We've got some hot takes on the bear. So basically, it's a little bit of a TV moment. Mostly we're gonna be talking about Nathan Fielder though. We wanted to kind of respond to the crazy Twitter discourse that was happening about the show. And so we wanted to weigh in kind of like a, a discourse on the discourse and talk about what we think was successful about the show uh, and what we think was less successful about it. And generally just sort of pull in some examples and talk about things that you know made us feel certain things. So this is definitely for people who have watched it, but we do try to stay like semi-conscious of the possibility that you haven't seen it, just in case you wanna listen anyway. Um, I try not to like get too in the weeds. So hope you enjoy. And if you're just finding my podcast by searching for it in the podcast app, welcome home. <laughs> um, it used to only be searchable to my subscribers. So now some of the stuff is going to be made public. Maybe you're listening to just the free preview. Either way, um, welcome. This is the podcast component of my newsletter. It's called Maybe Baby. I publish essays every Sunday, recommendations every Friday. This is my Tuesday podcast. Happy to have some possibly new ears here. So that's all I have to say. Other than welcome to Avi Banerjee and Harling Ross, my friends I always drag back onto the pod whenever the siren song of pop culture discourse calls. So let's get started. of my newsletter, you'll now hear a free excerpt of the hour and 25 minute long conversation. Okay, so I think like before we um, get into like our general takes and like get into the details of the show, mm-hmm. I wanted to take a moment to talk about Richard Brody's pan yeah. of the show and just be mad for a second with both of you. I actually agree with everything he has to say. I one. also, at one point in the, in the article, he does, he... He's like, is this a comedy? And I'm like, what are you? What do you do for a living? Was he yeah. willfully misunderstanding the show? That's my question. Or was he actually just done? <laughs> I, I, like that's a- an incredible question because I was like, this. I've never read like such a severe misunderstanding of what Nathan Fielder's doing. It made me really embarrassed for Richard Brody. Like, <laughs> I was like, it's one thing to like understand a show and then be like, it's not for me for these reasons, but to completely misunderstand it. For example. Yeah. Hit me. In the rehearsal, Fielder's idea is that behavior is predictable and that he himself is good at predicting it. Wrong. He doesn't think he's good at predicting, which is why he practices everything. And why he goes through every permutation possible. <laughs> yeah. Literally the he opposite. Vol- literally. He vol- uh, his volunteers come to him with a problem. His plan is that when these real people rehearse with the help of actors, the scenarios involved in these troubles, they'll be able to anticipate possible outcomes and thus bring about their desired one. It's like, if, if you believe that's what the show is about, I got a bridge to sell you because that's just what he's telling the people. He's like too identified with the people on the show. He wants to watch like kitchen nightmares where someone will come in and fix the kitchen. Like the whole point is to make a reality TV show. And then these are the desperate people who 
are here to get tricked into doing that. Yeah. This was the most enraging quote for me. At that moment, barely five minutes into the first episode, I wanted to throw my laptop across the room or just throw Nathan Fielder out of it. Not only is the gas crew deception itself a reckless betrayal, but the gaze of superiority and dominance that he casts upon Cor struck me as arrogant, cruel, and above all, indifferent. What I hoped for more than anything was for Cor to tell Nathan to get out of his apartment and his life, to cut his losses. I mean, like, <laughs> I was just like, this made me want to throw my laptop across the room. Sir. That's literally what I literally Avi walked said. in and said, when I got to that point in the article, I wanted to throw my laptop across. Well, it was also just like, I wonder why, as like an art critic, he wouldn't have been like, why is this making me so angry? Like, that's right. an interesting point. Like, what about this art right. or like work it's is so stirring up so many emotions totally. in me? And it's just like, he just didn't even excavate even remotely. And. He wants the show to be completely different than what it is. Like, he, he was like... Like, yeah, he wants um, Nathan to ask for emotional specifics when Cor said, wow, after finding out that they had broken into his house. And I'm like, that's not the point. I also think, like, if you're talking about being arrogant, cruel, and above all, superior, why don't you stop and interrogate what would... Why Cor would feel conflicted about that? Like, what his... Why he feels... Like, you can just, like, be like, okay, that's different than what I expected or what I think I would have done. Maybe I can start to understand a different human being. But he just kind of has this, like, weird wish fulfillment thing where he's yeah. like, I would have kicked him out. Like, it's like fucking no, you wouldn't keyboard have. warrior guy. <laughs> it's like, no, the guy wants to be on reality TV. And he had to, the reason he only said wow is because they dropped a bomb on him and he wasn't sure how to take it all in. The, the craziest is, crazy is, like, how he sums up the, the failure of the show. The vanity and the ambition of the rehearsal are its driving forces. The ambition. The fielder can't relinquish control. His obsession with details, with predicted outcomes, suggests his very failure as a filmmaker. The failure to find a dramatic form for the full range of the series' implications and experiences. And like, his inability to relinquish control and his obsession with details is the character he's playing. That's like the whole point of the show. Right. right. And also kind of makes him, which I think Emma Haney points out in her article from a few years ago it makes him one of the punchlines of the show like it makes him look bad on purpose he's a fool if you'd like to listen to the full episode head to hayleynauman.substack.com and become a paying subscriber of maybe baby and every single episode i've ever recorded of this podcast will populate for you in your podcast app i have other pop culture episodes i have what i call voice notes where i sort of talk to myself about things i've been thinking about going through lately a little more unfiltered than my sunday writings and most importantly, I have a monthly advice show called Dear Danny, where my friend Danny and I answer reader questions, sometimes via voicemail, we have a phone number, and sometimes written through an anonymous internet form. If you'd like to hear more of the Maybe Baby podcast, head to my newsletter on Substack, and you can find it all there. Okay, thanks so much for listening. Bye. Maybe, baby, baby, I like that a lot. Maybe, baby.